0: Welcome to another News Herald Jam Session podcast. I'm Tony Simmons, and the guests this week were Mike and Maggie McKinney, otherwise known as Lucky Mud, the purveyors of Swampy Tonk in our area, and also uh, the organizers and founders of Americana Music at the Lodge and Sunday. What is it called? Americana Cafe. Sunday. Americana Cafe Sundays over at Roberts Hall in Lynn Haven. Right. So we're going to talk a little bit about that in a minute, but first I'd like uh, Mike and Maggie to tell you a little bit about what they do and uh, that story that you told to start us off where it's 1969.
1: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, I was stationed at Tyndall. Uh, Maggie's from here. I, this is the farthest north I'd ever been. I, I'm from uh, Pasco County, T- Tampa area, and I got stationed at Tyndall during the Vietnam era and um, met Maggie, and she was doing the anti-war rallies on the marina, and just love at first sight. We've been, we've been together for, it'll be 46 years in June we've been yeah. married, so.
2: Yeah, my cousin was killed early on in 64, uh, um, one of my favorite people in the whole world, and um, it just spun my whole life around, and I thought, you know, I- I'm not anti-war, I'm, I'm anti-stupid war. If you can't tell me why you're murdering all these young uh, men, then we need to stop until you can, until you can figure this out. Don't just keep throwing them in there like cannon fodder. So I was, you know, 16 years old and very committed, and just I was determined that something would change, and I, I felt like I was part of a really great movement. And then I, I met him, and he was he was part of the Air Force, and. Um, I, it, And very much against the war as well. And so it was just kind of a a match made in heaven. We loved poetry and music, and we loved all the same things. And he went away for three years after he got out of the service, and I graduated from high school and hitchhiked. My sister and I hitchhiked to Mexico (laughs) and back.
1: That was a different world.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was very—I would never do it again. But he came back, and it was we just— we knew we were we were right. We were both Floridians, and we both um, we loved the same things. And
1: Some, somewhere along the way, we spent seven years in Nashville, and uh, Maggie worked in the music business, and I, I mowed yards. And <laughs> and uh, but we found Nashville. What we found in Nashville was it, it, that it wasn't for us. We, what what Nashville is is not what we want. So we, we that was we left there thirty seven years ago, I guess, and have never played a song we don't like since.
0: Well, you have a song that sort of speaks to that, too, that you played uh,
2: today. Yeah. Bottle Rockets. Right? Bottle Rockets. Yeah. And it's funny because um, all of our songs, all of our CDs, kind of, they tell our history as we've been together. We've been, in June, we will have been married 46 years. So it's sort of our life story <laughs> through music.
1: We have, we've just released our 14th CD, which is called Feeling Lucky. And uh, <clears throat> I've already designed the next three. So, and, <laughs> and we plenty, have plenty of music. Plenty of it songs. Awesome. It's just time. time. Time is, as you know, time is, yeah. is a, a, it's far more difficult to deal with than, than anything else.
2: Yeah, we, we, as well as doing the concert series every Sunday, 50 Sundays a year, <laughs> we also tour we still play at festivals and all over where as a matter of fact we'll be in South Dakota in July we're doing a tour up through um, uh, Wisconsin Georgia
1: Carolinas, up through Nashville long enough to see a friend yeah
2: so we're still touring and doing what we want to do and it's just great and and we're building
1: we're building we've built a big a stage on our property where we had a horse barn for years we've been uh, up Near you can find a creek for thirty three years now and uh we we turned our old horse barn into a beautiful uh, stage because one of these days um, I, I, we won't be able to tour anymore we just wait if maybe we fall can. down
0: the stairs again
1: oh. yeah. <laughs> all, all in the on the week of me yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, and we sort of took your question and Spread it out into a million different directions. Nah, you're storytellers, you're <laughs> natural storytellers. We are. <laughs>
0: I was gonna ask though, uh if you this is like the newlywed game at this point. <laughs> do you remember the first
1: song you sang together? Whew, boy, that's interesting. Yes,
2: actually I do. Hot Night in Georgia.
1: Oh yeah, Hot Night. I wrote that right after we got married and, and we Maggie's saying Maggie's got a history with folk music. And her hers she knows every folk song I think in the world. And my Mine was more honky-tonk and rock and roll and folk. But um, we just found a compatibility through music and poetry. I think the first first conversation we had was about Lawrence Ferlinghetti. Ferling Johnny Nolan has a patch on his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I love that poem. And the Penny just,
2: Candy Store Beyond the L It's where I first fell in love with unreality. And
1: this was the time when you would pull over anywhere on Thomas Drive or the beach and walk over mountainous dunes and down onto the water and there were maybe two clubs on Thomas Drive at the time so we we were able to just pull over and walk take long long walks and, and, and talk about and it, we, it
2: was, and we kind of say we we've, we've kind of raised each other it's been a fascinating journey <laughs> yeah. and luckily we're still we're still looking for new things we're not um, i i think if when you fail to learn from new experiences or you or you refuse to see new things as exciting, then that's when it's
1: over. <laughs> you mean like when you fall down the stairs? Yeah. And <laughs>
2: we weren't going to talk about that. I have
1: this problem. See, when, as soon as the pain stops, I forget what happened, so I do it again. Yeah.
2: He's ADD, so he's always got a million things going on in his mind. He's always, you know, like... It's like with our son. I used to say I would have to take him by the face and just like him and say, <laughs> "Focus. Focus. Look at my face. Do you Squirrel? understand what I'm saying?" <laughs> you know, it's just ADD people. They're just foggy.
0: Well, you talk about I know you 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 play at Scottish Festivals, Celtic Festivals yes. or Celtic Festivals, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah. Either way works. Um uh, and you love Ireland. Mm. When did you first go to Ireland and how did that come about we went
2: in 2003 was the first Mm -hmm. year we went and um i turned 50 Um, i'll be 65 in may so i turned 50 and i and my mother had always wanted to go and um and had never done it and i i looked at michael and i said we're gonna go i'm Mm -hmm. gonna find a way for us to go to ireland because i'm not gonna sit here and regret not having done things so it was really fascinating because we um we were we're doing the Tallahassee Scottish games, and we knew some of the people there the games council, and Sligo and Tallahassee are city, uh, sister cities. And so a group of the Sligo um, Irish people had come over to Tallahassee and got to meet with some of the Scottish games council people. And uh, so I told one of them, I said, we're going to Ireland. And she said, well, let me write this one, this one friend and tell him you're coming. And so she wrote him and she said, I have friends, they're a band, they're coming to Ireland, and um, blah, blah, blah. And he's, he wrote back and he said, I have a four-bedroom house that they can stay in, and I, I will find them places to play. Wow. And mm-hmm. the first time we ever met him, we drove up in his front yard. Right. It was, the, and we've been dear friends ever since. As a matter of fact, they just came to visit us last November, but
1: and we it, started at his his local pub, and a place called Campbell's Pub in Westport, or actually in Murrisk. Murrisk, and uh, that's the first place we stopped. Now, and they they always say welcome home when yeah. we come in. It's just, it's great feeling. So
2: we, you know, it was one of those things. I, I tell people all the time. They always say, well, how did you do this? Make it happen. You just make yep. it happen. You can do it. You just have to have faith and a little commitment and open yourself up to the world. And the world, honestly, does provide. It really does. It's an amazing thing. If you close yourself off, you'll never get anywhere or do anything. And um, and it was funny. We you know years ago, truthfully, we were. I was the harmony shaker girl for our. We had a band, and we had a really bad band breakup and um, and it, it sort of kicked our butts and it said you know things have got to change and suddenly we're going to Ireland, we're writing music together, we're you know doing our She began our writing
1: songs and, and learned we're to traveling. play the mandolin and the guitar and as she, her lead voice uh, developed, she has always beautiful voice but if you're used to singing harmony lead can be scary, say the other way around, I had to learn, once she began to sing lead, I had to learn to sing Harmony, which is a totally different process because you have to listen to the other person <laughs> rather than sing, and so it's just been a, it's it, just was been a great, it's, it was a great
2: it was it was horrible at the time, but it was really the most wonderful thing that could have happened because yeah. it, it forced us out of our comfort zone and said, all right, you gotta you know make it happen or just sit back and let it let the world go on, and I think that's. If I ever had anything to tell people, people always talk to us about going to Nashville and this, and I would never discourage anyone from doing that because it's such an experience. And the best thing was we learned what we did not want, Hmm. and it was to be in Nashville and to be part of the business because Nashville is all about the business of music, and you soon learn that people want to know what you do in the business. They don't want to know what you play, how your music is. They just want to know. And so for us, that was like, it was sort of a killer. You know, just kind of like, no, nah, we don't, uh, you know. And so I, when we find ourselves doing too much business around trying to mm-hmm. do this concert series and stuff, we look at each other and we go, okay, time to back up and, and let's play some music because...
1: And trust me, business is not our strong suit.
2: <laughs> Making money has never been our strong suit.
1: But honestly, if, if you can, and I'll, I'll tell people this, if you... If you you're not going to really make a living at music, doing what we do, and with other thousands of people. But you make a life out of it. You have a really good life. That's kind of what the song "Take Me With You" was about. It's just you get. It's a great feeling. It's a great feeling at the end of the night to count up your tip jar of money and and get a bottle of cheap wine and just and just, re, just rejoice. It's really, it's really a nice feeling.
2: Yeah, it's funny because um, working in Nashville, I worked for an Entertainer of the Year and. In- 1980 I think it was when he got it but you find out pretty quickly that all that money all that fame everything you think you want means nothing if you're an unhappy miserable person it just makes you a rich unhappy miserable person and so um, and you watch that and you watch as they got higher people kind of suck onto them like The entourage gets larger. Yeah, it gets larger and larger, and so they become more and more isolated or insulated from the real world. And um, I don't know, I kind of like the real world, you know? I kind of like being down here, like Michael said, under the rainbow, (laughs) where life happens and and it's good. I mean, there's really great things. There's also bad things, but for the most part, it's pretty good.
1: I Uh, think the first five years we were playing, we probably had a different name every week. (laughs) <laughs> for a band name, and then yeah, Lucky Mud stuck about 20 years ago. Who's hung on with that one? Yeah, we
2: played in, um, well, 94, I think is when we did yeah, Lucky Muds So 24 yeah. years. Yeah, we played in, uh, in the 70s with all of the Florida legends, Will McLean and Gamble Rogers and um, uh, Claire Lynch and the Front Porch String Band and all those. We played in the 70s in Hatchet Creek and, in Gainesville, Florida, with all of them. And there, you know, then we left from there and went to Nashville. So it's, it's fascinating, it's been a great life.
0: So where did Lucky Mud come from?
1: Have, have you read Kurt Vonnegut? I have. Okay, Kurt Vonnegut pretty much was one of the people who kept me sane when I was in the military. Um, one of his books is called Cat's Cradle. And it says in Cat's Cradle, in the beginning God made mud. And some of the mud was lucky mud, and I got to get up and look around at all the other mud. So we've, we've always kind of felt like the luckiest mud.
2: Yeah, lucky me, lucky mud.
1: Yep, that's awesome. That's where it came from. Well,
0: what is the, uh, the next show at uh, Roberts Hall?
2: Um, this Sunday we have a couple. They were they're they're uh, Nashville re- refugees as well. They spent years in Nashville, and uh, and they've been on the road for three years because they just couldn't they couldn't take that diaspora as well. And their name is the Rough and Tumble, and uh, they're really wonderful. I I have to say it's it's a thrill. They're very they're young. It's a thrill to me. I love playing music, and I love being on stage, and I love that whole the whole uh, relationship with audiences. But it's also really wonderful to bring really neat interesting young, new people to audiences that have never heard of them, never, you know, and, and to actually watch the reaction between both. Because I will tell you, not one person we've ever brought to Roberts Hall as, as one of our entertainers, and believe me, I wish we could, we don't pay very much, I wish we could pay more. But I try to keep it cheap so that people can afford to come and actually take a chance. And uh, But not one person that we've ever booked for these shows Ha, has not wanted to come back. Every one of them uh, email me all the time wanting to come back, and I'm talking about people like Pierce Pettis and Tom Kimmel and Dana Cooper, and these are people who've made You may not it. be
1: familiar with them if you're not familiar with the Americana uh, form of music, but you know, Tom Kimmel has written songs for everyone from Linda Ronstadt to, to Joe Cocker.
2: Songs in movies like Runaway Bride. He's got a song called Never Saw Blue. I mean, these are people who are just
1: and we've created a listening room. It's it's a room. It's it's not a bar. When when the music starts, people are quiet. They listen to every song, and it's a sophisticated audience. They, they, they go online and they check out who these people are, and and uh, but at the beginning of every show, they're 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 reminded that turn off your cell phones. If you need to have a conversation, take it outside. And the audience has become that. Person who will be, if somebody begins to talk, somebody will say, "Be quiet." And, and it's yeah. so. So for the musicians, for the singer-songwriters, to have a, a day of playing music to people who are really listening, it 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 be it's, it's an awesome feeling for them.
2: I tell yeah. people it's about the music. If you're not there for the music, you're there for the wrong reason. So because for us it's about the music, and I and I I believe that um, we create the atmosphere that makes these people proud to do what they do and it makes audiences happy and I, I love that I think that's just wonderful
0: <laughs> all right and I think that's a great place for us to stop this evening
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. all right thank you for, so much again for coming out thank you so much been, for asking it us wonderful. this
2: is a great series thank you for doing this yeah